Hello, all my beautiful people. It is time once again for another amazing episode of If You Give a Data Podcast. So this week I have with me two people, and they were actually recording with me in my garage. And that is Ivan Warsaw and Michael St. James. They are both part of the Ozark Mountain Wrestling. Ivan is a ex-NXT wrestler, and he now wrestles for Ozark Mountain. And Michael St. James is the owner of Ozark Mountain Wrestling. I was very excited to have them in studio with me this time. And uh, we had such a long conversation that I ended up having to split this up into two episodes. So you'll get this part now, and then you'll get the second part the following Monday. So I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. And for those of you who are here just to hear the Ivan Warsaw and Michael St. James episode, welcome. I hope that you enjoy what you hear, and I hope that you stick around and listen to some of the other great episodes that we have here. So, if you guys are as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey dad. So where did you actually train at? I made a really good career out of being able to bump, sell, and I had a punch me face. I wasn't about to call you dad, so... (laughs) Seriously? I felt like I was in an anime or something. People get really mad at those videos for some reason. Like, it triggers certain people. Yeah. Wow. I was actually lost as an independent, and I was taken in by a traveling group of independent wrestlers. (laughs) I love it. I'm excited for this one. Bro. You get punched in the face on the daily. Do you always do these interviews with your shirt off? (laughs) What? Man, this guy won't shut up. Okay, before I get started, you ever had a design in mind and you wanted to put it on a shirt or a hat or a cup, but you just didn't know who to go to? Well, come on over to R&L Designs where they make all of your custom needs come true. They make custom hats, they make custom shirts, they make custom mugs, they even do the tumblers and the glass mugs as well. They do key fobs even. They have great prices and they have a reasonable turnaround time. If you need anything custom, these are the people that you need to hit up today. You can find them on Facebook, and that is at R&L Designs. You can also find them on Instagram at R&L Designs 19. They have a Facebook page, they have an Instagram page. They update it regularly with new products. You can also message them if you have something in mind. Hit them up today for all of your custom needs. Give them a like, give them a follow. All right, everybody. So today I have with me two guests in my garage with me. I am very excited to have them both. It is Ivan Warsaw and ah! <laughs> and Michael St. James. Uh, Ivan is an Arkansas-based wrestler, and Michael St. James is the owner of Ozark Mountain Wrestling. I am very excited to have them both both here with me today. Yes, we are in the house. Yes, We're not on Zoom call. We are <laughs> all together on this. Live yeah. and in person. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Yeah, well, thank you for having us here. Yeah, well, can't believe you let us in. <laughs> so... It's been a minute. I mean, we've talked back and forth over Facebook and things like that, you know, trying to get this all set up, and we finally got a date nailed down. 
And I am very excited to do this. I've been uh, cleaning my house most of the day, making sure everything's good because, you know, my wife is like, you can't have anybody here unless the house is clean. Well, so It looks great. Get to work. Yeah, did a good job. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. So we'll kind of just jump right into everything. Let's jump. So, Ivan, how did you actually get into wrestling? What was your one moment that was like, this is what I want to do? All right. My one moment, and, and I think about this a lot, I think about it more now that I have a kid and, I, and I'm, when I watch other people, I knew this was something for me like when I was three. Um, so when I was born, I, I was I was born a year WrestleMania started, so my age number goes with the WrestleMania number, right? Okay, yeah. And, and the big thing was Hulk and Iron Sheik and all that. Uh, as a kid, though, I'd always wrestle my dad, my brother, and our neighborhood friends, and, and it, it was great. And I, I took it in, like, I remember watching, like, I'd get into the things that was happening. But even, like, I remember, like, at five, I'd watch wrestling consistently enough to where I knew, okay, on this program, here's this group of guys, and they seem to be going to a different city every day. And on this program, it's a different set of guys, and they seem to be going different. So they got to see each other all the time, mm-hmm. you know. So there's got to be some kind of... Still a brotherhood against the good guys and bad guys, but right. I still they still don't like each other, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I started. That's when I started thinking this is more than just a, a a comic book game. This is a traveling job, living that mm-hmm. you you do consistently, not just uh, just to do it, you right. know. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like you know. I don't know. You meet some people that are like wrestling. And they could be whatever age, and they'll never get that point. Yeah. You know, but, and that's not bad. Right. That's not bad. I guess I've always kind of had a, a deep, serious take towards wrestling. Okay. You know, never felt like making fun of it or nothing. But, uh, uh, but when I talk about my kid and everything, I see so many people, these, like, even people my age or older, they got no idea what they want to be, where they want to go. And I'm like, man, I wish I could help them. I would, I just don't know what that's like because I never had that, you know. Uh, but you know, uh, it's important to find that and to know when you do find it, when you come across it. I knew it when I was so little, so I never had a like a second doubt. My parents always thought I'd grow out of it, right? You know, yeah, you, you get that. Oh, he'll grow out of it, and then when you're in high school, oh god, what a what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I still grow out of it. I guess it'll be after high school, and then you get to like 18 or 20, you're like. Oh, I think I'll go wrestling, mom and dad, or go wrestling training and shit. Oh, don't you think you should go to college? You know, don't you see how stupid you are? And I'm like, oh, I'll show them. I'll do both. And I started. I mean, when I started wrestling training is when I started college, also, yeah. and then it's also when I moved out of the house, and that's also when I started working full time to try. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. two hours of sleep a day, maybe. You know, where did you go to college at? I was a trade school in Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. Where, so. where you know, I started training in West Memphis, yeah, Arkansas, and uh, then working FedEx ground loading trucks. Uh, at the big, the big plant there in Memphis. Yeah. Well, they got they got FedEx in the air at that big airport. Yep. Their deal, but this was at the uh, you know loading eighteen wheeler trucks okay. at FedEx ground because they didn't drug test, and so okay. I could get a job there at okay. the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but they still don't drug test. Okay. So I could go back and get a job anytime. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but no, you know, okay, working the night shift and then going to school in the daytime. So I can't remember. Sometimes something happened and it flopped. And then I, I did something at night and I went to school in the day. And 
you know, it was just all, you know, it was, it was some good hard work for a 20-year-old. Right on. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm, all right, man. Yeah, that's a... Uh, what about you? You you like wrestling for a long time, correct? I have. Uh, I've liked it my entire life. I mean, as early as I can remember. Uh-huh. So, I have an uncle, and he got me into wrestling. We used to have WCW. Like, mm-hmm. That's what we watched, yeah. honestly, when I was a kid. And it was, you know, when it was flat top... Surfer Sting, mm-hmm. WCW, you know. Steiner Brothers. They were my favorite tag team. Yeah, Steiner Brothers were right. the best, you know. I, uh-huh. I was the one who was over there, hoo, 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 you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, I had the trading cards and all that stuff. Yeah, I had those too, yeah. And uh, so I watched that. And uh, my brother also wrestled in Oklahoma for a while. Oh, wow, good. Uh, whenever he was in his 20s. So, you know, it kind of was in my blood a uh-huh. little bit. And... It's something I never grew out of, like you said. Uh, yeah. You know, it's something that's always been there, kind of a constant, you know. Uh-huh. It, there were times where I didn't watch it as much, but it wasn't something that I was like, oh, that's stupid. You know, it was always something that I loved. Oh, yeah. So, um, and then now I get to do this, and I'm not technically a wrestling podcast, but I have a lot of wrestlers on here because that's one of my favorite things in sure. life, you know. Mm-hmm. I watch all the major products. I watch everything that isn't major that I can as well. Uh, so, you know, it's just, it's fun and it's something that... Well, I ain't going to go that far. ...found in love with. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> Mike, let's hear about you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think the same thing that, that uh, both of you have said, just a uh, lifelong fan. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that we sat down and, and of course... Uh, Ivan, you have your Memphis roots, and mm-hmm. you're from Marion. Yep. So yeah. I uh, was uh, lived in a little town called Mark Tree, not very far from both of those. Uh-huh. And I am a tad bit older than both of you, so most of my early wrestling memories were of Jerry Lawler. Yeah. This the the great uh, Memphis territory with Bill Dundee and Jimmy Valiant mm-hmm. and um, uh, some of those guys, and grew up idolizing that. And yeah, I don't know what the moment was either, but. It was pretty early on mm-hmm. that I just loved it, and it was such a big deal in, in Memphis. And uh, yeah, was, yeah, you know, it was uh, the Mid South Coliseum and, and mm-hmm. uh, studio wrestling. Uh, I yeah. was, I, I never physically felt that I could grow up to be Jerry Lawler, but uh, I would have loved to have been um, Lance Russell. Uh, I think was my yeah was my hero and just what a great announcer uh, he was, but. And then moved to Northwest Arkansas in around 81. And then uh, that was, I think, when really Mid-South and uh, out of Oklahoma was hitting its stride with Ted DiBiase and uh, Steve Dr. Death Williams and just that incredibly physical style of wrestling and became a huge fan of that. And, yeah, I mean, like you said, I I consume just about everything uh, that we're – we're we're living in a, a good time because there yes. is so much out there. Well, uh, yeah, but but now but now but now we need to talk, guys. Let's get real though. There's so much out there, but is it, is it all? Is it does it all need to be out there? Well, that's let, let's take it. Let's, 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 well, no, okay, let's real though because I, I you know since I started in coming in through training and uh, I was consistent for nine years and then after i got released from wwe i took seven years in the oil field and now that page is turned i get back in and, and, and there's some things that that 
don't ever change maybe, but sometimes they get worse. But, you know, there's a, a, a standard that has been – the bar has been lowered. And, and maybe the crowd has shrunk in some places. And maybe the people that are there appreciate what they see, but that doesn't mean it's right. And it doesn't mean it couldn't be better. One thing I've noticed for this area in particular is until recently, there wasn't that much wrestling here. Right. And so I think that even for me, because I just started watching independent wrestling in this area this year. Uh, I think it was March is whenever I first started watching. I didn't even know we had anything here, you know. And so I was grabbing up anything that I could at uh-huh. the time. But over time, you realize, okay, so this is where I need to watch. And this is where I need to watch, you know. But when you first find out, for me, I was just excited. I was like, oh, I want to go to all of it. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. But yeah. you're right. There is a difference in quality. Well, it, well, wrestling spans a wide spectrum, mm-hmm. and there's many ways to do it. It's not, and there's many ways to do it right. And sometimes people like to hang on to that thought that there's more than one way to do it right, but there's also the wrong way. There's more than one wrong way, wrong way and, to do and, it, and too. You can do it right or you can do it wrong, yeah. but you need to know the difference in what makes it so. And not that wrestling has to be one way, right? but whatever you're doing, you should you should strive to do it the right way. Yeah, I get that. Well, and I think that's, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier. Uh, one of the reasons we, we launched Ozark Mountain Wrestling was because we wanted to do it the right way. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. um, the, and I think we've done that since... Uh, our first show back in March of, of this year, uh, we have been committed uh, to to presenting wrestling, uh, how we feel it's the right way to be done, and I, and I think that we have, and I think that you know the uh, fa- our fans would tell you the exact same thing. Yeah, and that's what yeah. we're committed to. Right, you know, yeah. is to continue to do that. Um, you know, from here from here on out. Oh, for till eternity. Yeah, that's all I can do. My energies. Just directed that way, it'll never change. From what I hear, I, I haven't actually got to see an Ozark Mountain Wrestling show. Right, yet. you said that Generally, earlier. I was about I to ask why I slapped the butt. <laughs> no, I was kidding. I, I plan on coming to the next one that you guys have. Yeah. You know? awesome. And uh, well, hey, let's talk about that. Okay. Hey, right quick. Well, I don't run the joint, so Mike, go ahead and no, absolutely. cut the strip, man. We will have a big announcement soon. Uh, we are planning on running a show in January. We are uh, crossing some T's and dotting some I's okay. uh, as far as the location goes, but we're really excited uh, about that. It's going to be a great show. We've, we've Everything's in place. Uh, just having... Um, just Yeah, but did you oh, tell them January? Did you say I January? Did. All right, all right. Just remember this, folks. January is probably going to be the third weekend of January. Yep. I'm just guessing. Yep, that should be it's, right. And uh, we'll, we'll tell you more. Just A new location uh, that we will tell you right. about very soon. But okay. follow us. Follow us on, uh, make sure you're following us on uh, across all of our social, social media, media platforms. platforms. You bet. bet. So, Man. yeah, we're, we're uh, I think Twitter. <laughs> I don't know about Twitter. Yeah. I, I, I can't get on any of that. No. See, I, listen, folks, I got, that you don't. my fingers don't type on those pages because <laughs> if they did, I'd yeah. ruin the, I'd kill the business, yeah. I guess. You know. but, uh, but on Facebook, on Instagram, it's Ozark Mountain Wrestling. Uh, the website is OzarkMountWrestling.com, and then Twitter is at OMWInfo. Info. 
and uh, that's the best way to stay up to date. But yeah, be looking for for announcements uh, coming really soon uh, about the next show, and then uh, big plans for the rest of 2023. Oh, huge, man! I'm very excited. excited to see that. You bet. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, it's exciting to see the amount of wrestling that's going to be in this area too. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I went to high school in this area, you know, a couple years ago, and I wish there was pro wrestling. I probably wouldn't have gotten some of the stupid things I got into if uh, there was some kind of pro wrestling going on over here, you know. I, I, I understand, Yeah. You know? So what would you say some of your influences in wrestling okay. are for character wise alright so like you know I can cut this up into different ways right okay but if you're looking for like who are some of my wrestler influences okay okay I really like this Razor Ramon mm-hmm. Bret Hart mm-hmm. you know uh, a lot of you know Steiner Brothers and all that yeah, we can name the wrestlers and all that but you know who are my really influences um on what makes me tick. Um, one, Henry Rollins be towards the top. Henry Rollins is my big influence. Henry and Bruce Lee. Uh, Slayer, the band Slayer. All right. And uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, I just got to be honest with you. If you didn't know by now, I, uh, I just can't get enough, but... Uh, when I was training once, you know, uh, when I was early, we training, doing promos, and I would. It can be, it can, it can feel awkward to yeah. be unique sometimes, and, right. and, and it takes. It, uh, uh, you gotta sometimes you gotta go against the grain, plenty and plenty and plenty until that smooths over, going that way or something. But it, it's weird. It's weird. Sometimes it can be weird at first, like you know not fitting in with the group or you got to know well, I don't going to fit in, the, in with the group I shouldn't fit in with the group yeah. so don't even try right but in training you know trying to cut these like you know wrestling promos and stuff and it was just you know just stinky and everything <laughs> and uh, and then one of my friends came over and he was like what are you doing Kevin you know what are, you know, well, I was trying to cut a promo man you know he's like what are you talking about though in there you know you trying to cut this wrestling promo I'm like yeah yeah I guess that's what we're doing he's like yeah but that's not you you know, like, well, what do you mean? You know, he's like, well, you, I, I hung out with you. You listen to Slayer. You talk about serial killers. You do some crazy stuff and this and that. Talk about that. Just put that in a promo. I was like, man, I, well, you can't just really do that, can you? He's like, well, why not? You know, I was like. Got a good point. I was like, damn, why not? Yeah. You know, you got to, got to, you know, sometimes you color in the lines and sometimes you can make your own lines because that's how you draw. And, and exactly. then when you, you started doing that, then it started. Uh, so. But that's where I kind of started getting some, you know, really who take some pieces of who you are and put them in you. And I'm, I've always been, you know, the weirdo, very different stuff. And then, well, don't shy away from that now, you know, when you're doing some weird stuff, it is kind of awkward anyway, running around in some pantyhose in front of everybody with some shiny (laughs) prostitute boots up to your knees and everything so go ahead and get weird with it and talk about some crazy stuff and 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 make it work and 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 it did well i don't know i feel like it's some of the all right some of the best characters that are out there are the ones that are the most unique Mm -hmm. some of the most iconic characters in wrestling are the ones that you like when they first come out you're like whoa what the heck is that well yeah you know? yeah uh, how many how many uh how many generic 
one how many generic wrestler ones do we need though right we need those oh for but sure. how many yeah and they're all out there though yeah so what's the odds yeah you know what i mean if we're gonna play the lottery we're gonna play the one with the fewest numbers yeah you know what i mean exactly uh be different because well we got plenty of this oh we don't got that thing though what is that oh sh you see that <laughs> thing over there yeah, it came in description you know as long as it appealing in some kind of way or you know interesting right. yeah you know it has to grab the crowd's attention yeah 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 so there's my influences but as far as like wrestlers and stuff you know i mean we can get to naming all the wrestlers because you know that we all know the good ones yeah is there a specific style that you try to oh like, I, don't, uh, 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 I don't i don't i don't i don't i never liked a style that i didn't believe like if you made me it, I, there's some Memphis wrestling I like, yeah. And there's some of that what they would call Tennessee bullshit wrestling that <laughs> I, I don't like. I can have fun with some of it, but you know, after you see the guy run by Dundee several times hitting the ropes, well, I've seen it. Uh, I've seen it again. Uh, you know, it's just me. You know, some people love it. You know, but you know, uh, ask me what I like. I like the stuff like you know. Uh, it seems real. Uh, let me see Chris Benoit. Let yeah. me see him chop somebody and, yep. you know, see the sweat flying. Let me hear the <laughs> slapping, you know. Exactly. Let me, uh, you know, if, if you get that to the face, you yeah. know, I, I don't want to see light through it, you know. Exactly. Um, I should, as a, as, a, as a, I knew him as a kid, like, I should, well, I, I should be afraid to get in there with those guys. Right. I should be afraid to jump the rail, you know, and, uh, uh, you know. That's what turned me on, you yeah. know, that, that, you know, and anything that kind of went more into the extreme. Yeah. Well, not to the extreme, because that, that's a funny word that can get tossed around, too, cause some, because some things try to be extreme, but they lose the parameters of what quality is. Right, and, yeah. And, I, uh, but uh, It just becomes a gore fest at some point to where it's right, like, where's right. the story at there? Uh -huh. Yeah. No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that's a... I, I've always been a fan of a lot of the, uh, like uh, Jericho, you know, Benoit, um, Dean Malenko, uh, people like that. Their style, you know, it made sense with mm -hmm. what they did. And it was that snug style. Like you said, when somebody's doing a hold, you don't want to be able to see daylight through that hold. Right. Know? And so I like the ones that make it look real, you know, because that's mm -hmm. what I'm there to, to watch is something that looks real. Man, here, here's the thing, man. You, you, you know, but you, you two haven't been in the ring with Fit Finley, <laughs> but watch Fit Finley, and you're like, you man. Know that. Well, I don't know that, but you would have told me. I haven't. Yeah. But <laughs> I had a match with Finley, and, and and man, it was fun. It was great. Um, I was gonna. He was on the outside, of, on the apron, outside the ropes. And I was gonna come over the top with a big boot, hit him in the face, knock him off the thing. You know, by that time, and, and you know, we were working good. It wasn't like I was like, you know, pissed or nothing, but. Working with Jerry Lawler, mm -hmm. if I was gonna kick him in the face, you know, it's gonna be real nice, <laughs> like you know, real, real nice, yeah. baby. Uh, but when I got my chance with Philly, like you know, he waited. It's how he wants it, and that's right. how the match was. And it was I couldn't wait to kick him in the face. Yeah, you know, give him a nice big boot, and you know, ah, you know, um, and but then I, I was, I was getting off on it too, you know. Right. Um, and you know, I, 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 pre I prefer some of that. Right. I, I, that's one person, uh, Fit Finley, you know. I loved watching him and William Regal. Oh, yeah. Oh, Regal. Oh, shoot, son. Those two wrestling together was 
Wonderful. Oh, and yeah. then if, if, you, if you ever met Regal. Yeah? Yeah, your panties would be wet because he's so <laughs> great. I mean, he is, just the way he talks and the way he'll talk to you, the way he'll look at you when you're like, you, he, he'll talk to you like, like, I think he thinks I am something, you know? I'm right. not just a piece of just normal <laughs> human sitting in front of him. You know, he'll, he's, he's a genuine guy. Yeah. Yeah, Regal's uh, great. So I did want to talk about that a little bit because uh, you did wrestle in NXT mm -hmm. uh, from t 2012 to 2014. Yeah. So, yeah, and we're going to be honest here. So it's almost 2014. I got released right before Christmas of 2013. Okay. But let's just say 2014. Yeah. Can we do that? Is yeah. that okay? That's fine. If anybody doesn't like it, just text me and cuss me it, out. It's it's not their show. So, right, okay. You know, it's my show. Text Jared. That's or, right. Yeah, text Text him. me. You know, yeah. it's fine. It's 2014. So... What was it like, the tryout, to get to do that? Where did you have to go? What did you have to do? What was that, what was that like? Um, so I had, I had several like actual tryouts before this. One at, uh, in Louisville at OVW Arena. Uh, probably a year before this. Prior to that, I had some of those extra talent gigs. But I don't consider those tryouts. Those are extra talent gigs. But it's still an opportunity to get in front of people. Okay, yeah. By the third one of those, by the second, the first one, that was kind of exciting. The second one, not so much exciting. The third one, I said, I ain't ever doing this again. But <laughs> if I come back in, 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 in this operation, it's not, the, the extra talent gig kind of, I don't know. It, some people enjoy it. I just want more than that. And, and, and so then I had, so I sent in a package to Dr. Tom at FCW in Tampa, and he thought it was cool and everything. Wanted some matches, sent him those, great matches. Come on down, um, five or six days. You're going to be a tryout with a bunch of other people. Great. And then we get to the, okay. And it was like a week later or two weeks, I can't remember, or maybe a few days. We got to the tryout. And then it's Bill DeMott going to run it. In between there is when they had that exchange okay. out with Tom and here's Bill. Yeah. And <clears throat> so we show up to try and like, oh, yeah, oh, Bill DeMott. And that's cool, you know. Yeah. And, um, and Was it as bad as they say it was with him? Depends on who you ask. Really? You know, um, like uh, he, he'll, he'll, get, he'll, he'll have you in good shape. And he'll have you motivated. He'll, he can – make you feel good about like I'm gonna run through this brick wall because you got me you know <laughs> right. thinking I can you know and stuff uh uh you know and as a coach and everything good my opinion though uh you know and everybody plays the game different everybody does their job different so I'm not saying right or wrong or anything here just make that clear because I don't want to be bitter when I got released I got bitter and I got and, and then I started y'all having fun saying and then it's like you know it, it's not the way to go and stuff this is not a, a bitterness thing but I just right. don't feel a, a trainer or, or like a head coach mm -hmm. should be so political you know I get you. yeah and and it, it that that that's where you know and I I got my head pretty confused yeah. on some things and uh well, there's a time and place for that and that's not the time or place for politics and things like that yeah yeah and, and, and some people aren't really gonna really get quite what that means in the sense right but sometimes because sometimes they we hear these words and, and it's like oh you know and it, it must be something so grand but now sometimes right. it's just so simple like Coming in for a workout, and then and you got this idea, or you presented something, and it's, hey, hey, Bill, did you watch this? What do you think of this? Uh, I don't know. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. 
Just that simple. Yeah, yeah. Well, wrap, yeah, it's easy to wrap your head. Come on. You right. Got to, you okay. Work. But. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, you know, so if I got, I don't know an answer until the person above me has an answer. I got you. You okay. know. Okay, uh, that kind of politics. I get what you're saying. Uh, and, and talk, well, you're my head trainer. Who am I going to for my direction <laughs> or what am I doing, you know? Right. And I got to a point in, while I was down there, you know, where, and I, I couldn't have a good match. Like, I forgot, I forgot how to have a good match. I forgot, you know, I, and, and it was my fault. Yeah. And it was all in me. If, okay. if if anybody that listens, if you get an opportunity and stuff, build a compass in yourself. When you get lost in the woods, look inside you. Mm-hmm. Follow that compass. It'll tell you what you should do. If it doesn't work and you maybe get released, fine. You know, you at least you, you know, you might get released anyway. At least go home and. You know, either way, hold your head high, but you'll feel better about it. Right. You follow your your look inside, and fight because you got a different producer at every different show yeah. that wants kind of different flavor of of work and stuff. And you got you know, this guy telling you this, but he's telling you this, and you pulling you and everything, and you just got to look inside and you you know take yeah. it all in and then find your way. Uh, that that's that would have worked better for me. Right. You know, yeah. uh, I think I think Sammy Callahan said a lot of stuff like that one time in a podcast. It would be good, you know. Okay. Um, but yeah, I got you know Bill was Bill was good. I mean, he was he put the he put the screws to you. Yeah. You know, a lot of blow up drills and everything. I mean, yeah, right. the, the blow up. Uh, I don't know. Did you hear about blow up drills or something? I, I did. I heard that um, from. It was stuff that came out in the media, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't actually know what exactly happened because people are going to say. Oh, well, well now you also got to think, though, it's, it, you know, this, you know, on this scale, it's not wrestling. We're not pro wrestling. We're not, re- this is a corporate business. Yeah. Is what it is. So, in wrestling, I'm a trainer, you're a, a trainee and stuff, and we can communicate in such a way. Yeah. But now you're in a corporate business. Mm-hmm. And then now uh, you communicate a different way, and there's reports, and there's typing, and there's right. things, and that, that that you know, I'm a more of an old school person, so I don't really think all that's necessary. But these days, they don't care what people like me think. So <laughs> I, uh, I get it. Uh, I'm right there with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, what I had read was you know he had been. I guess he was. He would take liberties with uh, different talent and stuff like that. Well, okay. Well, now he would do some stuff. Now he yeah. would do some stuff, <coughs> and he would pick and choose on that. Right. Okay. You know, and uh, I swear. Okay, because I was talking to somebody about this one time, and I was like, man, I always thought because I was always, you know, I always, you know, it wasn't nothing like I thought was bad. Like if a guy was like stretching and it was by the ropes, and he was like kind of laying flat and some kind of stretch and Bill was walking by if it was like a certain guy he was like maybe kind of grab him pull him out a little bit under the rope and then like maybe give him a little club okay. on the chest you know bomb and you know he might say something I had no problem like you know I, I thought it was playful so I'm like but but I was not like man this this fat boy's gonna come do some shit to me though man you know and i kept thinking it's coming i'm like you know you know uh, sometimes i got bad reactions yeah so i try to you know you want to pre-plan uh your reaction so you know and i'm like oh you know and he never did he never did and i wonder why you know and, uh, i think he thought you know i might have a bad reaction <laughs> i don't know i could be wrong though yeah he knew his audience yeah yeah he knew his audience yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good bill that that that's a good tip from bill know your audience 
So this is good stuff. I'm I'm really enjoying. Man, it. this is good. I'm, this I'm, is I'm, great. I'm having a great time. I, I love. If I could have more like this, this would be awesome. Yeah. You know, having people in here with me, so I'm not just huddled around a microphone. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. No, it's got yeah. feeling. Yeah. Exactly. So I do want to switch over here a little bit mm-hmm. and talk with you, Mike. Um, so you run the company of Ozark Mountain Wrestling. Um, do you have a, as I said, I haven't actually been to a show yet or not. Do you have a, like an on, what you would consider an on-screen presence with the company as well? No, not really. He said, uh, hey, I mean, no, I, well, he said something on the microphone. I did, it, okay. Yes, I, yeah. I did, uh, well, you know, uh, we, we had a situation where um, we had a couple of guys that were, were taking some liberties uh-huh. And uh, I was beginning to get tired of it, and uh, we had a uh, our main event in our last show. Now, but BC Lee yelled at you. He did, he did, mm-hmm. uh, but he made a good point. He made a good point. Uh, he made a really good point, and and I uh, I wanted to make sure that our fans went home happy, and uh, so I changed, uh, continued. I guess uh, the the main event made it a tag match, and and uh, BC and and Big Jim Fitz were able to get a little bit of. Revenge uh, against uh, Rodney Mack and the Midnight Special, but uh, no, I mean not not anything. Um, I try. I, I'm trying to push him out there to say, "Hey, when Rodney comes in, just get up in his face and tell him what's what once or twice." I, I don't know if I'm ready to do that. Just uh, Rodney yeah, Mack's intimidating guy, but uh, but no, really. I mean, I think uh, the way that you know I, I see myself is just running the, the front of the house. Okay. If you want to look at it that way, and trying to make sure that you know our fans have a good experience, they're right. you know that everything is running smooth and the the fun the building, atmosphere, yeah, yeah. fun atmosphere. Uh, we were talking a little bit earlier. Something that's important to me, and it's just a personal thing. But if we say a show's going to start at seven, we start at seven. Right. Um, and uh, if we're going to have an intermission, and we say it's twenty minutes, it's a twenty minute intermission. I mean, I, I think that that's. I mean, I, I've been to. Uh, and Ivan, you've been to—I'm sure—been a part of and been to them where well, you get say wrestling just, shows, uh, but or concerts or oh, anything yeah. like that, man. You where know, just things just drag, and it's—it's it's, you know a long time, and you can really burn uh, a crowd out. But I think what we do, uh, the the way that we present it, the the run it professionally, yeah. uh, get fans in there. It's a great show for two hours, two and a half hours, and uh, they're you know they're invested the whole time. So, right. yep. Okay. Well, I mean, they get tired after a while, too, yep. you know, so you've got to kind of keep that energy going. If you mm. give them too much time to kind of die down, then, you know, I, I know it's kind of like, I think of it like this with me. Uh, if I'm cleaning the house, if I stop and take a break, I'm never going to get that momentum back yep. that I had before. That's a good point. Cleaning the house, you know, and I, I feel it's the same way with the crowd, you know. They start mulling around, getting their... Their hot dogs and their autographs, and they're like, okay, I'm ready to go, or I'm ready to sit yeah. down. They're not ready for that next match, you know. Mm-hmm. So, no, I get that. you got to keep that schedule going. Absolutely. So, uh, when you guys, when you started the company, uh, what was your main um, focus when it came to looking for new talent and stuff? Uh, I'll tell you this. So, um, and, and my role is more of a, a, I don't know what you say, director or something. I'm like, you know. Cause I'm out there wrestling. You got an eye for some things, and I, you might these guys, whatever. Yeah. But uh, main purpose would be, uh, man, I'm, I'm looking for a building to set up shop for training. I, I yeah. want to. Yeah, I will have a building. Well, because y'all been doing the J Street Gym. 
uh, uh-huh. for most of your stuff. Well, right? for our for show, show, for our show. show. But I'm yeah. talking about for, right? I, I want to home grow okay, so like some talent. talent. Yeah, I want to have a train, a train, a building, whatever you want to call it, a, a place with my ring in it and some other stuff and, and train guys and uh, bring them up through my way, I guess. Well, it's not really my way. It's just what I've been shown and taught and what I've heard. But, uh, but until that happens, you know, uh, something something I like to see out of out of guys, you know, I I don't see it enough is guys that are willing to challenge themselves to do something uh, different than what they're. Some guys may be used to going into a match a certain way, and you give them a hey man, why don't you why don't you think about going into your match like this? Yeah, you never done it before, right? Because I can tell you haven't ever done it before. Why don't you try it and see what happens? Yeah, and. And, they, and you can tell them, they, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And, but then you see them on the next show, and they do the same thing yeah. that doesn't make sense, and it doesn't look good. Yeah. Well, it can be uncomfortable doing something new, but challenge yourself. Right. And it might be something new, and it might not work out just badass the first time. But, but you know, trust I mean, you know, you learn different ways to skin the cat or gut the fish or yeah. skin the, clean the deer or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, this is part of working, learning how to work and stuff. When you get into that one, you get in that, that, that rut, that comfortability, I, I know this, this routine, then it becomes a routine, right. and that's what it shouldn't be. It should, Well, maybe it should be a routine, but it shouldn't look like a routine. Correct. It shouldn't feel like a routine. It should be hollow. You, you should know, being able to work. Here's another thing from Building Mind. Building Mind gave me, you know, yeah, here's the thing, man. After you got, I got a little bitter and I said some things and whatever and I made an ass of myself and stuff. And then as the years go by, you start, th- it's like all these things start are just marinating in your in your brain. Right. I'd be in the old field, I'd be on a rig or something and I'd have some in between time or something. And I would, my, my head would just drift and, and I would just come across something that, Okay, Billy Gunn was one one of the coaches. Okay, and if anybody has ever worked with Billy Gunn, okay, uh, I didn't quite maybe understand what he was trying to tell me at the time. He had some really good advice and stuff, and and I think why his advice is really good is because he he uh, simplifies everything. You know, if you're working in fractions and you got this big fraction and it's like, damn, it looks crazy and stuff, uh, you got a common denominator, right? Find that common denominator and then what's that fraction? Use that, Take out some of this uh, junky junk and just use use what it really is. Right. You know, use, you know, yeah, but, but when you're, you know, you're lost in the maze and your gears are turning and stuff, these simple things just, like, they just, Oh, what? You know, it could be as simple as like he came up to me one time. Hey, I right before I came up, hey, I dare you to, I dare you to go out there and have fun. <laughs> I didn't get it. Okay. And years later, looking back, I kept thinking, what the hell would he have meant by that? And then it was like, well, yeah, cause I wasn't having fun. Right. Do it the way I know to do it and make it fun for me. I would have been, I would have been better than when I was, and I know I would have been. You know, uh, it just didn't make sense at the time. Yeah. Um, what was the question? <laughs> well, I was just to say, I think that's, I mean, you, you can hear his passion. I think that was one of the things that was important when I decided to launch Ozark Mountain was when I connected with, with uh, Ivan, his experience. One, yes. he, I mean, he's, he's been through it. He's been, you know, uh, he just has a ton of experience mm-hmm. and uh, connections within the business. So that made, you know, uh, took a little bit of the fear from from launching a promotion uh, away, being able to work with him and, and the relationships he has, 
uh, with wrestlers, but you know he's he has a passion for training, and I mean that that's one of the things that every show we've had, the the things he's able to talk to young wrestlers about, yeah. you know, again, be able to to see what they do and you know tweaks here and there that that may seem small but can make a big difference in their presentation or the things they do. So that's you know that uh, that that made it a whole lot easier for me to do what I've done being able to work with him. Yeah, okay. It, you know, it, it's a it, it's one of those things that takes time to develop those processes too. It does. So, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it's the biggest thing. Uh, I'm not ignorant to my position or Mike's position in this uh it, it's it's a new uh uh swimming hole, I guess. You know, you mm-hmm. I, all all other shows I've been to, I've have not been near the, you know, the most experienced person or you know the most knowledge but you know this is this is new soil here right oh and i am the fertile seed you know i guess <laughs> you know i mean for this area i mean i don't know you know might know more people than me but not not saying better or whatever i'm just saying <laughs> yeah. you know with experience or been somewhere you know um and which is like i mean i don't i'm doesn't make me doesn't make me relaxed or comfortable it's like you know oh you know i better keep my eyes wide because you know mistakes happen and, and and it's okay if mistakes happen but you need to be able to see them and correct them and know why it was wrong right you know i got a lot of a lot of i got a lot you know that seven years in between my new testament and old testament uh-huh. i was in the old field for halliburton okay and uh and i really learned a lot i learned uh and it really changed my mind working for halliburton now everything's engineer geared yeah. You know, how you you engine you engineer it to be right, and it might not be right right now. You you fix those things through the engineering processes and and, and stuff. You you gotta observe and correct and stuff. You know all that kind of nerdy junk. You know, yeah, pull out your calculator sure. and get yeah. to wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So you took seven years and went on the oil fields and stuff like that. Right. What did you change any of your wrestling style when you came back? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, well, okay, before, before, like, I don't know, I was younger, so stuff didn't hurt so much, so I didn't really, <laughs> you know, uh, I didn't really, you know, I, I was, I was pretty, you know, willing to give a lot, and right. not that I'm not willing to give a lot now, it's just, uh, you know, you, you kind of look at that with a better judging eye, like, yeah. uh, you know, knowing how to work, knowing yeah when to work what uh honestly though I, I feel like i'm better now than i was when i was in my 20s yeah. and i think that's part of it though also um you know uh it's kind of helped my i don't know my my brain pattern and also coming back i mean i spent like seven years just thinking about different things and what i really like or don't like or what i agree with or don't agree with in a in a way of working and um you know uh, really focus on implementing that. Yeah. You know, not get comfortable and just do what's kind of easy, but implement what you really believe in. Right. Even if it's the hard way to do it, um, it's the way that's right for me. Yeah. Uh, if that makes sense. Well, you got to do what's best for you. Yeah. And, and overall, because you look, you've got to look out for yourself. Well, yeah, and, and 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 it's a bad feeling when you piss yourself off. <laughs> you know, you know yeah, okay. you're looking back yeah. you're, you're yeah. looking at your you're, you're looking at something you did like you know three years ago and you're like oh god oh, you know what was i thinking or, or it could be your last match i mean you, you know you know if you have a bad match oh that that's that'll kill you inside until your next match yeah. and hopefully it's not bad you know because yeah. then you'll have 
a double whammy on you or yeah. you know but uh you know really that's that's it's it's a it's it's a sucky feeling when you really piss yourself off or you know that disappointment right that you brought upon yourself yeah you know yeah no i totally understand that that's uh it's it's not a great feeling <laughs> yeah stupid feelings man feelings yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, that's what i was kind of, I, I, um i don't know yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're good. Okay, man. Thanksgiving. Okay, I, I call uh, past the feelings. Pass. Can I have some more feelings? Past the feelings. <laughs> uh, stuffing. I'm, I'm yeah. talking about the stuffing. Yeah. Can I just yeah. stuff your feelings down? Right, Keep right, them right. inside because you stuff them. <laughs> so, do you, do you all have hobbies out that you enjoy? Because I know. You both come together. No, we don't enjoy nothing. Right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, you both come together because you enjoy wrestling. Uh-huh. Um, what do you guys like to do besides uh, outside of wrestling? All right. Uh, so, man, I like, I like just, I like the lake out here. Yeah. Beaver Lake. I live right on Beaver Lake. Okay. Oh yeah, boat. You know, let me just hang out in the woods and get in the water and look at the trees <laughs> you know when i was in the oil field man and i'd come home for five or six days and i was like you know i might go to a grocery store other than that i'll just stay out in the in my territory yeah uh well it's nice and secluded out there yeah no it's pretty oh it's just it's nice uh uh man what do i do mike i do a lot of work i do a lot of <laughs> work man yes. I'm, I'm i'm always doing something man and it's always a lot of work and you know i don't know several reasons why that comes about but it's like a, I get in a perpetual motion through, the, oh, and, and it's you know, uh, you know, little sleep. Um, well, you've got you know a young son that's beginning. To oh, get let's go! Hey, here you go. I know that. That's it. Why didn't I think of that? Oh, so I got a kid, right? And now, now he's doing the football and the wrestling. So, no, what do I? I'm I'm coaching him, man. Oh, it's great, fabulous. That was the best. Oh, dude. Okay. Yeah. He, he was so excited about coaching his football team. The football was great, and the wrestling is great, too. Oh, dude, it's so great. Uh, his first match, his first wrestling match at a tournament was uh, last weekend. Okay. And his first match was against a girl, <laughs> and he got beat. He got pinned, but he was so happy and excited just being out there and doing it and stuff. Like He got up like you would have thought he won the match, you know. Right. I was happy for him, you know. That's cool. But he's a big five-year-old, so he's a big five-year-old wrestling like regular seven or eight year olds oh wow okay. <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah yeah he's because it's the weight divisions and stuff okay <laughs> you know so it's kind of got an uphill battle for a minute but it'll be good for him yeah yeah beat him up a little bit and yeah tough him up yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah but so. I, I think for me it's family i mean i know we, yeah. that's true yeah i talked about that but uh so i'm an empty nester now i've got three kids that are out of the house uh young adults shouldn't say kids uh-huh. uh, if they listen to this but uh they're young adults <laughs> All out doing their own thing, and and uh, that that's one of the you know I'd always uh, wanted uh, to do something as far as like a, a wrestling promotion, yeah. Um, and but with family, you know that's hard to do because uh, it oh, is, yeah. it is time consuming. It is financially it's financially yes. consuming. Uh, yes. can be brain uh, consuming. Brain consuming. Soul and, consuming. Uh, right. <laughs> the, uh, so yeah, I mean the the timing was kind of worked out really well because yeah. uh you know i can do this and not feel like i'm taking time away from my kids 
Um, they've actually all helped at the shows, which has been really cool. cool. Uh, my wife as well. Uh, that's been really neat because it's, I mean, they, they like wrestling. Okay. They're not passionate about it like I am. Right. Uh, but for them to be at the shows that I've been able to put on, uh, with those has been pretty neat. That's and, cool. uh, mm-hmm. so, so family time and then, uh, uh we're big movie, uh, movie guys, uh, or uh, movie family. Uh, we didn't do a whole lot of camping and, uh, that kind of stuff, but we spent a lot of time watching movies together and uh, and doing that. So we we still enjoy doing that. And you know, I see uh, here in your studio uh, a lot of the superhero stuff. We're all into yeah. you know, uh, all the DC and Marvel, Star Wars, Star Wars all that. Yeah. We could do a, a whole separate podcast on that sometime. Maybe but, we'll uh, have to do that. We, for we sure. can do that. But yeah, uh, maybe I'll bring that. them all on. But uh, <laughs> yeah, just spending time with family. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, you got to have that downtime. Oh yeah, got to. You gotta. You gotta keep keep your keep your mind in the. You gotta set borders. Yes. You gotta set borders, yep. and yeah, otherwise your life turns to chaos because you didn't set the borders. Yeah, trust me. Yeah. Yep. You gotta make. Yeah, prioritize, and and be very intentional about your time. Right. So I've definitely had to do that with this. You know, uh, most of the time, what I do is I record on Monday, mm-hmm. and then I edit. You know, a little bit throughout the week. You know, and I usually do it after my kids are in bed, and then I release it on the following Monday. I have it programmed. I'm usually done by Saturday or Sunday, yep. and Jeez. I've got it ready to drop that next week. You know, so I've got a very strict schedule. Drop it like it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> that way, not as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah great. I can still have time with the family and things uh-huh. like that. Yep. You know, yeah. and I do work full time, so you know, yep. you've got to split things up, or otherwise you're going to get bogged down in one thing, and. Oh, it's easy. It's it's easy to obsess about the things you really, you know. Right. Get, and it's okay. okay, not you know, but you got to be careful of that because then you, you your life becomes unbalanced. Right, balance is a key. Yes, definitely. Hello, friends. We'll get you back to your regularly scheduled podcast in just a minute. But first, Ocho here. I am the host of the Drunk Discussions Podcast, a podcast that started back in 2017 and has been on hiatus for about two and a half, three years ever since my co-host left me to go back home to Saskatchewan. But in 2022, I brought the podcast back. And although the show is still trying to refine and reestablish itself and the direction in which it's going, I would greatly appreciate it if you join me on the journey. Sometimes I do the show solo. More often than not, I have a friend or two that stops by to join me on each episode. So if you're a fan of podcasts and you're a fan of shenanigans, especially drunk shenanigans, check out the Drunk Discussions podcast, available on most major podcasts and platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and the main source of uploading is podbeandrunkdiscussions.podbean.com, and you can give the show a follow at Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, or facebook.com slash drunkdiscussions. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. What's up, everybody? This is the Showcase Alex Royal, brand new host of When This Microphone Hits My Mouth, you, well, you get the idea. We're going to be bringing you guys new episodes every single week, keeping the same popular style format that we had on What Can You Offer, my other podcast with John Cross. Be sure to check that one out because every once in a while you might see another special episode and you never know, John might cameo on this one every once in a while. But we're going to bring you unique perspectives on all things Oklahoma wrestling, 
pop culture entertainment podcast and really honestly just anything that pops up we're just gonna have a free-for-all have conversations have guests and have a grand old time so be sure to check us out every single week the goal is to have a new episode drop every single friday so you yourself your friends and everybody else listening to this right here can check us out be sure to check back All right, everybody, I hope that you enjoyed that part one of this two-part episode. Um, The reason why I broke it down is because it ended up being a longer conversation than what I normally do on these, so I figured break it down, have two episodes out of it, and uh, you guys will get part two next Monday. Um, I've really enjoyed talking to them, and I think you guys are going to enjoy hearing this second part as well. Um, As you're listening to this, I do have a couple more episodes that are coming out in the next few weeks. I have recording with me here soon, Alex Royal, uh, and then I also have Tommy Dean that will be recording with me. Um, And then after that, I will also be having Big Man Thrash. I believe that that episode will be coming out the day after Christmas. So uh, yeah, I'm very excited about these episodes that are coming out. When the new year starts, we will have some uh, different types of um, interviews in January that are coming up. I have everything from an author of a book to a marketing major. Um, I have all different kinds of people, and I'm very excited for you guys to hear them. Uh, So just stay tuned. Um, If you guys want to follow me online, you can do so by going to Facebook and looking up at IYGADAP. That is the acronym for If You Give a Data Podcast, or as I like to say, IGADAP. Uh, you can also just go in the search and type in if you give a data podcast. You can also look me up on Google. I think I'm the first 15 results that you find on there if you look up if you give a data podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram, and that is at give a data podcast. You can follow me on Twitter and on Hive. Those are both at dadpodcast11. Um, also on TikTok and Snapchat, and those are both at igadap as well. Follow me on this. I update everything regularly. On different ones, sometimes I ask some questions, you know, saying, oh, well, what do you guys think about this? Do you have ideas that you have for me? Um, You know, I'd like to get feedback. I like to interact with my listeners as well. Uh, You can also um, send me an email if you want to interact with me that way. And my email address is at giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. I always look forward to hearing from you guys, and uh, I can't wait to hear more from you. I did put a thing out there this week or this past week um, asking uh, I'm more I'm kind of a planner. I have people scheduled all the way up into February now for this show and um, March will be the year anniversary of this show and I want to do something special so I'm trying to get some feedback from you guys and see what you guys would like to see. Um, Red James has already reached out and put a comment on that post and uh, got a laugh from me, so uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, send me a line. Tell me what you would like to see. I want you guys to know I am very excited about what's coming up in the future. Um, Also, my merch is out there. Go and give it a look. I will have links to it in my show notes. You can also find links to it on my Facebook and my Twitter and uh, other pages like that. Go look them up. Uh, There's some cool designs. I have new stuff that's coming out. Um, I just came up with a new design today as I'm talking, and I can't wait to show you guys that one, so it should be pretty cool. So I'm going to bring this episode to a close. Uh, Like I said, 
the second part of this episode will be out next Monday, so make sure that you tune back in and listen to it then. If you liked this first part of the episode, go and rate it and review it and tell me what you thought. Um, I want to give a special shout out to my sponsor, RNL Designs. They have their Christmas stuff that's coming out, so make sure and go and look on uh, their pages. I have all of their pages in my show notes. Go and follow them. They have really good products. So, yeah, I love you guys. I hope that you have a wonderful week, and I will see you next time. Bye. This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network.